I feel it apt to start with a Bible verse, so forgive my Hebrew pronunciation when I say, And he looked up into the heavens and said, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We watched Slapped the movie, which means it's time for another Portland at the Movies. In a world, in a time, in a land of eternal beauty, all that stands between a city and a disaster, in a city where anything can happen, if you thought you had seen it all. What the f*** did I just watch? Hello and welcome to another uh, episode of Portland at the Movies. My name is Todd Workoven and I am joined as always by Mark Middleton. How are you, Mark? I am so great because I just <laughs> finished watching Slapped the movie. Uh, fantastic. And it is really a before and after in life. Like everything uh, in our life has led up to Slapped and now a, everything is a post-Slapped right. world. Yeah, there's so. 9-11, there's <laughs> Slapped, there's... yeah. We- when JFK was shot. <laughs> we but. all remember where we were when we first experienced Slap the Movie. And of course, we are joined by Brian, the Unipiper Kid. How are you, Brian? I am a worse person than <laughs> it is all Mark's fault. Uh, yes. Uh, before we get into this movie, which, oofta, there is both. I both want to talk about this movie forever. <laughs> And also never speak of it again. So it'll be an interesting dynamic. But um, we talked a little bit about uh, this. Mark and I did on the last Mark and Todd cast. But uh, Brian, we haven't fully talked about it with you. And we did solve a Portland at the Movies mystery. And Brian and I both found out what is Zymo. <laughs> That's right. Zymo is a very nice person named Sher- what, Sherry Friend. Freud? Yeah, Friend. Freud or yeah. something like that. Yes, uh, Zymo, if you remember our episode on Back Time, which was, uh, I th- believe, ranked as our second favorite movie of the fifth, uh, when we did our 50th retrospective. Um, just a charming little Doctor Doctor Who meets Back to the Future 2 meets Power Rangers type thing. And there's a little tiny creature in it named Zymo. And throughout the movie, we were unable to ascertain what Zymo was. Was it a, a brilliant cave dweller or was it a, a, a complete moron creature? We couldn't figure out. And so someone reached out via my YouTube page and then via our podcast page um, that... Uh, this is a long story short. I've, I buried the lead already a little bit, um, or spoiled the ending, I suppose. Uh, reached out and said, "Well, they had some knowledge and something to show me about the movie Back Time, and it's something that we've all been trying to find." <clears throat> Stephen Miller, the director, find out any. There's nothing on this movie on the internet. So um, this person reached out to me, and we went back and forth. And uh, Brian, you happened to be at the Gigantic Brewing Brewing ten uh, year anniversary, and I was like, "Well, if I'm meeting a stranger off the internet, I'm making Brian be there with me and being surrounded by hundreds of people." And so um, we were standing there and waiting and then realizing that uh, we didn't, I did not given this person what I was wearing or that I was with the Unipiper. I just said, Brian and, and in walks Zymo, the, uh, the, yeah. And uh, had no idea what we were getting into up until the moment we saw Zymo Zymo pass us by. We, we looked at each other and our eyes just got like, you know, a silver dollar coin big. 
and we were just like it hit us at the same time what was going on and it just like all the pieces fit and it was like we are here to meet Zymo. It was one of, and then Zymo walked past us and into the bar and, and you and I were both freaking out at the, like, how do you approach a little person and ask them, were you the one, were you the one playing this crazy weird monster in a movie? Because that's not appropriate. And it was like that four or five minutes of you and I standing out on thing was one of like the most, anxiety but like excitement and it was like just such a pure feeling of being alive that i haven't felt in so long and it ended up yes that was the the actress that played zymo and uh we hung out with her uh sherry is her name for oh half hour 45 minutes she was in town for something else and just happened to meet uh meet us and so it was a wonderful meeting uh, uh, Zymo and getting a little bit more background information on back time, although she didn't really have a lot either. It's just still shrouded in mystery. So, <laughs> yeah, like she said, that she has not been able to find anything about the director's whereabouts these days. Yeah, yeah. So, back time continues to be a mystery, but at least we solved the what is Zymo mystery. So, that was <laughs> that was pretty great. Those dulcet tones I'm hearing somewhere in the background uh, are making it sound like we're going to have a wonderful, pleasant conversation <laughs> going forward here. And I will warn everyone, um, I don't think it's marked, I don't think on iTunes or wherever that uh, we are marked as an explicit uh, podcast because we <laughs> tend not to be very explicit in our discussions. But there is no way that we are going to be able to discuss this movie without talking very explicitly and very grossly about many, many things. So um, this is your warning that this is going to be an adult conversation about the opposite of an adult movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> Adult. Yes. Oh, so I word. guess let us start as a, at the beginning, and that is Mark... How did you find slapped the movie? So why? Uh, why? So <laughs> I blame Todd. Uh, I blame Brian because uh, Brian gave me a list of all the movies that we have compiled are within a, a day trip of Portland. That's that's been kind of our criteria for Portland of the movies. So that if you wanted to see a filming location or something, then uh, you. While you're in Portland, you could go to it. And so this one takes place in Vancouver, Washington, which yeah. I lived in for 12 years. And um, it's a suburb of Portland, Oregon. It just happens to be across the river, which is the border to Washington. And um, <clears throat> and so I, I cherry-picked several, like, like just clicked on some random th uh, things from the list and nothing was coming back interesting or whatever. And I, and I looked up slap the movie and they have a great poster. I'll give them that good poster. It gets really good reviews on IMDb, like shockingly good reviews. That on one IMDb. you sent basically in the middle of it and said, and I'm being forced to say more <laughs> good things about this movie. <laughs> Like it, so, it's not subtext. It was I am for I mean forced against my will to give this movie a positive rating. So um, wait, someone said that. I believe it's in the middle of the. Uh, here you can keep going, Mark. Yeah, I'll, so I'll look pull it up. up. So um, it got good reviews, and we generally have 
uh, you know, there's been some heavy movies and some scary movies and you know, some lighthearted movies and, and stuff like I don't belong in this world. Anymore. And actually, I was hoping like, that, yeah, that, that we do a comedy. That was going to yeah. be my suggestion. And so this was a slapsticky comedy. Right. And and I posed that question to the group first. And I said, hey, are you in for a slapstick comedy, right? And you all gave thumbs up. Oh, yeah. And so... <laughs> Can I remove I gave, my consent? I, I'm not sure how this I world we live in works the, anymore. I the first right of refusal, and you you declined that. And so... I did not realize the stick in slapstick would be a purple dildo. <laughs> <laughs> or, or how many uh, pitched tent uh, oh. erection shots we we got. Uh, it's got to be a dozen in the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so going back to the review, anyway. the review from Jason Ham 46056, uh, whose title, he gives it an 8 out of 10, and his his title is ha 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 ha. It says, Wow. That's really all I have to say about this movie. But since I am being forced to say more, I'll say that this movie is definitely long, but worth the watch. It's hilarious and just wow. So IMDb requires a certain character limit in the review in order oh, for you to post it. And so I thought that was kind of like that the, no. the soldier who was blinking Morse code as he was like, everything is fine. Nothing to see here. So so clearly, like we'll, we'll go into the plot and the and the acting and the 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 story Wait, is there a plot, t- this a movie? plot i didn't write any of that down but but you know i think uh brian's wife sarah my husband nick both were exposed to our viewings separately uh and this movie almost broke up families <laughs> seriously and yes. so and so it preemptively has, has Nick, stopped me from dating another 10 years Nick, <laughs> just because people know i've seen this movie nick noped out after five minutes or so <laughs> and, the smartest of us all and uh sarah, 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 sarah made, actually grabbed the remote and turned it off <laughs> So this uh, movie is, I will say, too, available. Uh, we I watched it on the Tubi app. Tubi. So I was also subjected to commercial breaks every 10 minutes. <laughs> this movie did not need to be two hours, but holy crap, did those two hours oh. with ads feel like, as you said, I was, about 900. <laughs> I was going to say, if you have a terminal illness and want to relish every moment of your life, watching this movie will make you feel like you've lived years longer. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, and so, uh, you know, shall we dive in? I guess. Yeah. The first thing to, uh, of note, and I'll, I'll, I will start out on a positive and I did think the movie was lit well for the most part yep. and it was competently shot. I will and, say artlessly, good, but good competently audio. and yeah, the audio good was audio. good. Uh, so there was production and a lot of <clears throat> different real locations, tons of extras, like in all of those There's, clubs and like all, tons of people in it. So it was well populated with people, none yeah. of whom could act, but they were there and they set an atmosphere. And, um, and, and I felt like 
they they didn't discriminate against one minority. I feel like I feel like everybody nobody came out clean. Gay, everybody was able to be offended with this. I mean, well, it's a different kind of offense. Like South Park, when when they offend someone on South Park. <laughs> You just take it because, like, it's, it's smart. It's like, making it's, a point. It's yeah. satire. There's. I have ne- this, like, and I am no, I am no prude. <laughs> but I but. was shocked at some of the things that I heard in this movie, and not just that I heard being said in this movie. This movie was not made in 1983. <laughs> Correct. This movie was right. made in 2018. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, <laughs> holy cow. Homophobic, transphobic, uh, racist. <laughs> yes. Like, you name it. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Ableist, I believe, ableist. is what you, when you use the R, the oh. R word for mental dis, uh, disabilities. Yes. Um, misogynistic. Oh my I mean, it, it. Oofda! <laughs> it was this movie? If this movie hasn't been canceled, uh, it's up to us. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever been in favor of cancel culture. This just, the, just for this movie, the reference material for cancel culture. This is <laughs> this one exception. Like, I will say, it did take me a minute to figure out that this was Vancouver because I I paused it. I'm like, what is this round building that I'm looking at? And then finally, I figured out that it was downtown downtown uh, Vancouver. And I don't know if the location because it didn't seem like the filmmaker slash everything else on this movie Tommy Wiseau style the same the guy did everything uh he didn't seem to be from around here or I'm not sure how that all worked um I I don't know okay Uh, it's a bunch uh, of actors that are from the area okay so it must have been actually filmed all the way here produced here yeah so so did did you notice how it was called slapped the movie yes there's Did anyone a, figure out why it was called yes. the movie? I, so there's another slapped, right? Slapped the series <laughs> upon which slapped the movie is based. Got it. So yeah, apparently this was supposed to be some sort of episodic television show or internet it's show, on maybe. You can watch it, all the episodes on YouTube. Uh, now, okay. Well, <laughs> and maybe we'll get to this later because... I, I I did kind of figure out as I was averting my eyes from some of the things I was seeing, looking through the IMDb thing and saw that slap the series. And I was wondering, well, maybe this movie is just all of those things in the series edited together or, or put together as a film. So I didn't know if, if there's any overlapped story. Why? I mean, there is there, not there a story is. here, but there is. Okay. Yeah. The whole premise of the series is that they change places. Right. Right. And, uh, I didn't watch more than 30 seconds of the series, but um, I can tell that they've like cobbled together the best bits of the <laughs> best bits. Best <laughs> they've bits. cobbled together bits of I, the series into the movie. This f- f- film, and I use that because <laughs> the English language does not have the words to describe what this is. So we have to go to the second best, I guess, <laughs> as, as a lot of things at most should be like, 40 minutes long i mean this is one of those quintessential it's not long (laughs) enough to be the movies this movie is two hours long i like it is i just kept writing on and i sent you a picture of this like just large capital letters who let this happen what is going on who is responsible for this 
because it was i mean it wasn't a high budget movie or anything but like production wise like we said everything looked decent there was a lot of people so it's not an inexpensive movie to have been made how, so who who did how, this to us how many of those extras were part of you know the the home party scene or something had no context about what the rest of the movie was and like after the movie came out or was released somewhere they invited their friends and family to go see it with them the kids at the mm-hmm. soccer game because I at the, towards the end when it got to that I wrote down do these bit actors know what movie they were in did anybody see a I, full script of this I can't imagine uh, yeah and so it it was 100% like if you were a 14 year old hormonal I tapped it at 9 but yes the, the, you, you had to be in puberty the, I, see and I feel like or you, or you, you that was your idea of, of puberty. what puberty okay. and like okay. being a horny guy like they didn't get any of those details right so it was more like the, <laughs> when you're nine you're like i can't wait to be a teenager and go. i'll be able to say all of these words and like that's what grown-ups do and then like when you get to that age you're like oh that's okay fair. that's <laughs> that's fair and so this movie feels like a cobbled together uh you know, series of events that a nine-year-old would describe if they were like, okay, nine-year-old boy, write a sexy movie. <laughs> right? Yes, movie because, about I mean, sex. and not just because of the words and situations that they were in, but just the, <laughs> there is no structure to this movie. There is not a plot that they're following within their own. They have a, and we'll we'll set up the the premise of this movie. They have a premise, but within that, like, and if, I have so many notes, so <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to find them all on on, on a I, thing. But I stopped taking notes after like a half hour. I, I wanted like, to, and I just could not. Pointless. How am I not halfway through? Time has stopped. Is another thing I wrote <laughs> in capital letters. Um, but the premise, I think, the IMDb premise is like these the, two friends. Um, switch bodies and have adventures. And I'm like, no, they don't. Like, they're not doing anything. So, Mark, why don't you give us the overall Yeah, overall. So you got two guys that are, you know, early 20s buddies. And one is the jock uh, who eats well and uh, getting ready for a triathlon and uh, is having problems with the ladies, you know, hasn't dated much, and and he should because he's cute, according to, you know, his friend and whatever. Uh, and then his buddy is more outgoing, has a girlfriend, is uh, overweight, and has uh, eats a lot, and is a com- stand-up comedian is in training. The, is he, though? <laughs> like, he's <laughs> learning to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, and so he's doing, you know, uh, open mic kind of stuff. And uh, they're hanging out after something behind a place that's up by Nick's parents' place. And I know oh, funny. I almost went yeah, I was hoping to you'd go come, take a picture there. You're going to be clutch on these Vancouver yeah, locations, totally. I think. And... Um, and so they're behind this building hanging out and this guy uh, uh, walks over with his hands in his pants. He put his hands down his pants. He's holding his junk. He walks towards them. He takes his hands out of his pants, slaps them both 
and they're grossed out as they should be. <laughs> and then uh, they go home and they have their respective evenings and they wake up in the morning and uh, you know, lo and behold, they are uh, swapped bodies and uh, now the shenanigans begin. And so uh, they... And I did not, going into this, I tried to go in blind, so I didn't read the thing. I had no idea this was going to be a body swap movie. Body swap movie. And uh, and so all the things... There's so many opportunities for like fun, interesting things to do with body swap movies, and they did none of them. <laughs> and they only focused on like... Well, you can't have sex with your My mom and her <laughs> wife, girlfriend, question mark. What is okay? <laughs> let's let's just jump there really. Let's fast. just jump in there. So the There's three women. And I didn't know there was three of them until <laughs> almost the them, end of the movie. Two of them are twins, basically. <laughs> So the yeah the over the overweight schlubby guy and and I'll only refer to him to that because they are constantly calling him fat through the movie and making yeah. fat jokes and all that. So he lives at home with his mom and another woman Shaniqua Shaniqua who what we, is Zymo we who is Shaniqua we, we don't know who Shaniqua is but I, they are this, all, okay yeah so so they work together I'm trying to take my anger on I think you, they work together. Maybe are they both strippers? Is mom a stripper? Mom's a stripper. Okay. Mom is a stripper for sure. And Shaniqua, I, I, I don't think it's confirmed, but perhaps. Okay. And mom and Shaniqua are in a relationship. They never really talk but about mom that. And, but mom and kind of do. But mom and Schlub, like, are constantly, like. <laughs> Treating each other like they are sexual partners, like down to like <laughs> touching and like up. not even it's not even um, double entendres. <laughs> it is just single entendres <laughs> of entendres. like about sleeping all to and they wake up all together in the same bed, all three of them. So and the first thing I wrote down is another movie about a thruple after bandits. <laughs> I was like, well, that's unusual. <laughs> and like it wasn't the oh, it's just a misunderstanding or the mom doesn't understand. He doesn't realize, you know, it's all explicitly this mom mm. son and girl are all in a relationship together but he has a girlfriend <laughs> which again i did not know at all <laughs> very late into the movie and and her name is i it's like hope or joy it's holly. 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 Yeah, holly holly um <clears throat> Hope and joy together is Holly <laughs> in my mind, apparently. It's close. <laughs> it's close. And um and so Holly is a component in there. And so the 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 lean best friend is has a crush on the fat guy's wife, a mom. Right. Mom. And so there's there's that dynamic. there's a lot of weird dynamic there. And then Holly, the girlfriend. And, and so when they swap bodies, there's also this this sexual tension. And that seemed to consume a lot of the energy around everything. But what makes it makes sense for schlubby guy and lean guy. They've switched bodies. It makes sense that schlubby that. Oh, my God. I'm getting a headache. The only person who doesn't want to have sex with the mom and the other girl is the friend. 
the friend is like, no, this is weird and gross. I don't want to do this. The son is totally fine with it the whole time, isn't he? Like, at least the friend doesn't even like Shaniqua. The son, the schlubby guy, likes them both. The son, in the other guy's body, ends up sleeping with his mom because he's in the other guy's body, but it's him in his mind, and he's sleeping with his mom and Shaniqua, and I can't figure out why he wanted to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So so there's Alex and Matt. Yeah, Alex. So, is, so this movie deals with incest. Yeah, yeah openly and proud. Like, I, and it wasn't even one of those like, oh, we're making fun of us of a yeah of a southern stereotype or anything. It was just like this blatant. We were all on board with this incestual thruple. The, the, the movie presents it as, come on, you've all been curious. <laughs> and okay, how old <sighs> is the son? Would you say? I wrote it down to how old are they supposed to be? I was guessing early twenties because they kind of, he still lives at home, but they also have a professional job. Right. How old yeah, is the 26. mom? <laughs> the mom appears to be in her, in her late thirties, early forties, maybe. No, no. She's like 40, late forties. Okay. I think. Hmm. I, I, I guess all the math lines up then. It's <laughs> perfect. They did say, and maybe this is, I'm stepping into an area. They Lawyers say never to ask a question that you don't already know the answer to, which I'm going to break. At some point at the very beginning, you can tell that this movie also, a lot of this movie is supposed to be the witty banter, the like the Kevin Smith-esque witty banter in between these two kind of hyper-literate nerd stereotype young 20s men type thing sadly neither of them have charisma of any kind or are they likable or seemingly do they try to be likable but then they're going back and forth and they're saying all the swear words and they're being like uber disgusting with their talk and trying to be that shocking humor and one of them says fjs like stop giving fjs or you're getting f something about fjs and i'm like I don't know that I know what that is, but in the context of this movie, I don't know that I want to know. I I think it was supposed to be foot job because <laughs> they were they were both sitting across from each other at the table. Oh, you're right. Is that commonly <laughs> no <laughs> abbreviated as FJ? Okay, I was like, yeah, I I didn't know where that was, going. and that's when it started dying because at that point I was trying to write down all of the stupid shocking things that they were saying. They said ginger or uh, gender ninja at some point, which I don't think means anything. So I don't know what that <laughs> means. Um, but then I realized that if I started trying to write down all of it, that was just, the, I would just getting a transcript of this movie and printing it out. Um, I, I was shocked. Like I, I, the first time they said it, I was like, no, that can't be what they said. But then they showed the word when they were uh, talking about the, the uh, uh, parody of Groupon. Groupon. They said Jupon. They doubled down on it and showed it as he held up his little coupon. It's it. like, oh, <laughs> no. It's, and so I was still anti-Semitic to the yeah to our <laughs> list. Let's just keep a list of what is. Uh, we'll just keep the list of what is who is not offensive to. And so <laughs> so far zero our people are in that category. I was still treating this like a like a normal movie, and I was writing down things like, well, they have a go a back and forth where the schlubby guy 
doesn't know who Jabba the Hutt is. And I'm like, there is no way as oh. like my mom knows who Jabba the Hutt is. And like, she is detached from culture in right. almost every way. I was like, there's no way yes. a man in his twenties <clears throat> with a hyper nerdy best friend does not know who Jabba the Hutt is. That was a really cringe scene because he just started spouting off uh, in the script. Again, it was coming off as if Kevin Smith wanted to like flex his nerd cred and, you know, make a deep cut reference. But he just went off on Star Wars, but there was no deep cut. It was just about episode six, Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't like this was from the Admiral Thrawn series and where, you know, they went to Kashyyyk and... He just literally like said the name Star Wars and the year it came out. And <laughs> his deep knowledge. Like, he's a big nerd. <laughs> and that's right after I wrote that is they're standing. This is pre-slap where I wish my life could still be. Uh, and they're standing in this alleyway. And in the distance, like from around the corner, they're like in between all these warehouse buildings, kind of in this alley. And from around the corner, a guy comes out with a yoga mat and he lays on the yoga mat and throws his feet over the back of his head like he's going to do a back of a somersault, but just does it halfway and then takes takes down his pants and just shows his butt to the sky. And I was like, and then like the other guys kind of see him and he scurries off into the distance or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was distracted because then blatantly racist Asian music, like that's basically the dun 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 <laughs> music comes in, thankfully for somebody that wasn't Asian, but they were implying <laughs> the martial arts part of it was Asian. And then, yeah. and then he comes back, the yoga guy, and apparently it's a self-fellatio joke that they're like, oh, that's blowjob, self-blowjob guy. And I'm like... <laughs> That is where I just started coming unglued and I looked down and we're like two minutes into the movie. <laughs> that, that was the moment Sarah just grabbed the remote and turned off the TV. That, like everything after that is like literally everything has e either two or three question marks behind it. What the actual fuck is going on with this movie? Jerks. Because then one guy starts jerking off another guy and wipes on his face. And well, then he's got alien hand syndrome. <laughs> He, he can't, can't control his right hand. Okay, that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, again, there were so many times where like I, you could see the mechanics of a joke that maybe could have worked if they would have thought about it more than one, like alien hand syndrome, like, in like a dumb and dumber type movie can be funny, but this, they just keep doubling and tripling down on it in ways that aren't clever. Like Brian said, it's just like return of the Jedi in 1983. Like nothing was ever heightened. It was just, Oh, so he's doesn't know what his hand is doing and he's jerking off this other guy. And then after the guy's done, he starts wiping it all over his face. And it's like, it's, it, it just destroyed any bit of possible there, comedic there was, value. There was more cum in this movie than any film <laughs> I've ever seen. There that was, was not a porn. lot, a lot of <laughs> Even more movie. than porn. Even porn's like, you know what, guys, a little too much. <laughs> let's, let's, let's dial this back there, maybe a little bit. Yeah, there was. On faces, on in hands, hands, on and shots, drinking, and drinking and, oh. shots, and like, like there, 
just all over the place. Uh, and this is what I wrote. This is competently shot. How, why, who paid for this? Can we sue them? <laughs> is there some sort of class action lawsuit? And I struggled to, because I, I, I've talked a lot recently, uh, both on the show and kind of to Brian and Mark about like, I have to remember that these are real people. So when I make <laughs> fun of them, one of one day they'll meet me at a bar and tell me they right. listen to the show. And I have to be conscious <laughs> well, of, and I just can't do it for this movie. Like I feel yeah, like no, with this movie, I don't care. They're, and they basically are daring us <laughs> to be kind. Um, I did find it funny that the one guy drove his little, uh, little smart car, his little, the little toy size. And they just had a sound of like a weed whacker <laughs> puttering in the back, which I did. I did find that funny. So there were moments like that where I'm like, that could have been, I'll get to it later. Cause I can't find it. But like, they could have done something with it, but like, despite it's like, <laughs> it's like a Democrats, despite their best effort, they just lose to themselves constantly. Totally. <laughs> that was the humor equivalent of this, where it was like, despite their best efforts, they got in their own way and negated anything. Once I laughed genuinely <laughs> once in this movie. Do you remember uh, when? And, and for- yeah. For me, it was the, um, uh, bubble soccer match. Uh, and so the, uh, they're all, uh, this is where the, the uh, Jupon scene where he buys a Jupon for a match of bubble soccer where you wear these giant inflatable bubble suits and play soccer. So Which I've always wanted to do. In. That is on my bucket list. Yeah. And people are constantly knocking at each other and falling over, but it's for kids. And so the, the guy, you know, 26 year old shows up and just is like, and then they, just out of nowhere, he, he jumps in the air and like kicks a kid <laughs> over in the bubble. See, that was funny. But then that scene went on for like another four minutes, like without a heightening. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, I get that you can pay to like go put the bubbles on and have fun and kick the soccer ball around. But then like a coach came out and was trying to coach the children. And I'm like, is this a team that you're competing? And you're like, this is your soccer. So like even that didn't make any sense. Oh, boy. That's what you get with Jupon. Ju- ju- <laughs> Jupon. Um, it was about 40 minutes into it where they're like, the comedy contest is in a few days and we haven't prepared. And I'm like, you can't introduce that as a, because they set up this premise. and But instead of the plot driving being, we need to switch back, they forget about that for two hours until the last scene where they're like, looks like it's time to switch bodies. And then like, then they do. And so, like, none of that, we need to figure this mystery out or we need to find the lore because the man that slapped in the beginning was some sort of mystic, mystery, drifter, homeless hobo guy or whatever. None of that is explored in any way. But then none of the situations are funny except for except for bubble soccer. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, the comedy. So I guess the schlubby guy and this is what I couldn't figure out either. So the schlubby guy wants to work to become a stand up comic. So he's been doing that, working on his act and getting that ready. And but they swapped bodies. So he's like other guy even though you're unfunny and don't like my comedy, you have to do my routine since you're in my body. And I'm like, why just do it as the other guy? Like what? <laughs> Nobody knows who you are. It's not. Well, he said that, uh, the greatest weapon, you know, my, my killer weapon is my body. Here are my bullets. It's the material. Uh... And so he's, 
you know, he's he's the the rotund comedian. I see. Which the I other see. one couldn't do. Right. It's and like so, those character know, actors who are like, I can't lose the weight. I'm known as I'm known as that guy, the right. chubby guy. Right. <laughs> I'm trapped by their own fluffy. Career. Right. <laughs> um, there was also throughout all of these scenes, amusing or not, was this really bad stock library music and like there was oh, one the scene music there was one scene where they were shoot can we play can you play anything off of uh, there let, let me see uh at thirty-eight fifteen, like the two friends are having some sort of argument and like how dare this movie to every once in a while try to have a heartfelt scene between these two monsters and act like the audience should care about like oh no is their friendship over <laughs> these two Cretinous, horrible people are not going to be friends anymore. But they're having like some fight in between itself, and the music behind it is like Benny Hill, like crazy library music that doesn't at all match the scene that they're making Can we either. See if we have. Oh, okay. Could you hear that? Yes. Okay. So what? Like what thirty-eight fifteen. Hopefully, it won't trigger any of the Tubi ads. One of which was for donating plasma. I love those scrumptious shakes. If you mention white girl or say the word scrumptious again, I'll fucking kill you. Now get back to work, there's shit smeared all over the bathroom walls again. It was me. <laughs> that did get me laugh through. I wasn't done with that. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that little music <clears throat> was behind every scene. Or it was... Um, the the wooden uh, things with the little mallets, <laughs> little xylophone you know, thing. things, or there was like um, <clears throat> the bass music from Seinfeld uh, was oh, yeah. behind one. There was a flat out studio audience that they like. Yeah, this is right after. Oh, here's an example of like how terrible the comedy writing in this. Um, <laughs> have two people ever had last charisma is what I wrote. Then there's a, a montage where the skinny guy is dressing up in different costumes for some reason. I don't oh, remember yeah. why, but he's putting on all these things and he, he puts on a fireman thing is like pretending to be the sexy fire. Oh, cause it's the, it's a schlubby guy in the good looking guy's body. So the, he's like, Oh man, if I look like this, then, and so he's like putting on all these costumes and he, he puts a fireman costume on and says, Oh, hello, ma'am. Is your pussy up a tree? Which, Okay, fine. You know, I guess if we're doing jokes, that's fine. But then he says, you better climb up this dick ladder. And I'm like, that's not a fireman joke. Like, you have a joke about a fireman's pole laying right there. Like, just look to your left. What are you doing? Like, spend a little time with his comedy. I was so mad. And then he breaks the fourth wall and looks into the camera. And I said, how dare you? How dare and then I can't believe I'm not even halfway. <laughs> oh. uh, well, if, if anyone is curious what uh hot mom is uh up to right now, I did find her on the internet. Oh she is, okay. She is office coordinator for oh. the Coragio. I Coragio, is- so she she works at an office. Oh, okay. I thought the Caraggio Group was something I was supposed to know. No, nope, that one. just a corporation. Yeah. So be kind and probably never contact this poor woman about this ever again, <laughs> because really, I, I outside of Alex and whatever 
guy, schlubby and then lean guy, Matt, Matt, Alex wrote, directed, shot, lit, edited everything in this movie. And then Matt was his co-writer. It looked like honing. It took two people to not make the fireman's pole joke in case you're wondering about (laughs) the writing process of this. So I, 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 I would hope that everybody outside of those two people, we, we are here for you. We, we understand the trauma you may carry from being associated with this film. So please, please uh, be kind to them. There was uh, an extraordinarily, extraordinarily long drug trip scene that took like 15 minutes of the movie in an indiscernible direction <laughs> of well that's the thing like, like none I, of these none, so in a in a body swap movie and i'm not like super familiar with a, a ton of body swap movies but i mean usually the swap is meant to be like i f- have grown at the end of the movie to appreciate um are you finding the open channel of some sort? I, I've grown to appreciate something in myself that I didn't realize. Like having this experience through another person, I now appreciate my my station right. in life a little bit better. And now I have more empathy for the people around me or whatever. And so each little adventure, whether it's like Freaky Friday where mom has to go back to school and she's learning, oh, wow, things are tough. And you know, Lindsay Lohan grows up and... <laughs> being adult is tough that sort of thing like none of these characters none of the situations are teaching them anything about themselves they're not learning or growing anyway at the end of the movie they just seem to i mean the one the schlubby guy in the lean guy's body so the lean guy in real life is learning to be a triathlon practicing for triathlon and so when schlubby guy gets they switch bodies the lean guy who is now the schlubby guy says, please stop eating garbage food and please keep exercising. I want to keep up my physique and because I'm training for this, like fitness is very important to him. So he's of of course always saying like, please stop eating and all that. Um, So schlubby guy and lean guy's body does learn to stick with it. Hires this French trainer who is a conversation unto himself and goes through with a triathlon but they keep showing him as if he is still in the body of the schlubby guy. Like he can't keep up with anyone. He can't swim. He comes in super last at the marathon. I'm like, the body you're in is super fit and healthy. Right. Like it's your mind that has switched. So like you should be fine doing all of this physical right. stuff. Like your brain is not getting winded. <laughs> like what is the, even that lesson is like not earned or learned in any way. Here's a little fireman joke for you. What's that you say? Pussy caught in a tree? We'll slide on down this long dick ladder. Oh God, it's even worse than I thought. Slide on down this dick ladder. You don't slide down a ladder, you slide down a fireman's hole. What is going on? How could, that's like, that's like, getting an interception on your own one yard line, running it all the way down the field with no one chasing you. And you just set down the ball before you get to the end zone and start celebrating. What? Sliding down down a dick ladder is a rib for your enjoyment. (laughs) Even that is better. This is taking us two seconds to punch up this material. Oh my gosh. One other thing, I did look up the the, the Alex guy, the the writer, director, everything else. And 
he, I looked at his IMDb and he has like 500 things listed, he, all of which are like three and four minutes he's, long. He's doing uh, horror shorts. He's doing two a week right now. On YouTube. On and like YouTube. some of them have millions of views. And I, yeah. I watched one and it was basically, it's basically just the three or four minute jump scare section of a movie just put up by itself. So it's like this, the one I watched was like the baby, the babysitter and like she's babysitting alone and here's a noise in a tent. And then like Wait, at the tent, she opens who? it up and. The director, Alex, Alex something or other is his last Magnus or something like that. Um, And yes, I mean, getting many, many views, just putting up those little jump scare, which I guess is perfect because it doesn't it's not you don't have to write a story and you can just use. He does have a level of technical competence in shooting things. So like good for him for not doing this (laughs) anymore (laughs) for realize perhaps uh, feature films are outside of his grasp. Um, there was a couple parks in this movie, Mark. Did you recognize any of the, any of the park uh, locations? Nick and I, I, I pulled in Nick. Nick. You know, Nick also grew up in the Vancouver, Washington area, and uh, so one kind of looks like the uh, the soccer field. Kind of looks like it might be the one at uh, the the junior college there uh, at uh, Clark College. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, really didn't recognize they were pretty, indis- they were pretty uh, indistinct yeah. but they the back alley scene had the the name of the salon that was on the front side of the building oh okay on the, on the back and okay so i looked it up and it's i know exactly where it okay was. then i'll so, ask you I, i'm so afraid if i open this up in my <clears throat> browser again it's going to count as another view for them and somehow send them money and so i don't want to do that <laughs> um <laughs> I resent this movie for making me write any of this after I just wrote drinking from a jizz pocket pussy. <laughs> I'm just like, I was in such a bad place. Like, I'm so glad I had church this morning to like <laughs> hazmat wash this movie from my soul. <laughs> How about the nine-year-old boy Virgil? <laughs> you mean virgina? Virgin. Again, shouldn't have gone virgin. Like it, maybe it's not as I. It's just I. I did notice too, like that kid. Yeah, this twelve, thirteen year old neighborhood kid or whatever is constantly teasing this schlubby guy and giving him crap. And um, cur- there is a couple kids in this movie. Him being one of them that like curse. And I was like, you don't, you don't hear that in movies anymore. Like you yeah. did in the eighties, like with the Goonies saying shit and damn and like all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like kids just don't curse in movies anymore. I didn't want it to yeah. be this movie, but um, <laughs> and then so we're almost an hour in. And we have a we still have a premise, but no plot. Like there is nothing driving, right? Their activities. They are just they just. It's like almost as if they're they're waiting for just the movie to be over and things happen to them. Like the girlfriends are like trying. They go on a camping trip or whatever, but then all of a sudden, hour into the movie, the guy is watching. <laughs> your computer tried to Sorry. distract us from like you didn't watch slapped the movie. Do you need help forgetting slapped the movie? Um, Go away, Clippy. <laughs> uh, what the um, the one guy is watching the the thin guy I think is is going to cook some healthy food or something like that and looks up some YouTube videos <clears throat> to help him cook and then we just watch a full YouTube video of someone's cooking channel and then that in and of itself is supposed to be this wacky thing where the YouTube host then comes into real life oh, yeah. and interacts with him and then go, I mean, this is like a good two or three minutes long while she's calling 
making what she's calling ghetto skeddy, which uh, I'm sure, although I don't know what that is, I'm sure is problematic in any number of ways. Um, and yeah, she just comes out into the real world and then like... Of ramen noodles, I including the spices, <laughs> a package of hot dogs, and last but not least, a bottle of ketchup or sriracha. I mean, and, and that's when I wrote, like, this movie is two hours long. Like, <laughs> these scenes are not funny. They don't lead into anything. They like, this clearly needs to be cut out. Like, if it gets padded into a TV series, maybe that's where we start getting experimental to pad for time. But, like, this is a movie you're making. Like, we can't have halfway into our movie people coming out of YouTube into real life and then going back. Kind of has the same oh. same energy as the Star Wars holiday special. It really does, except there's no Jefferson Starship to keep it going. <laughs> no Jefferson Starship. No. It is because it, it is just no a meandering Arthur. thing to fill time, but it's not like this needed to fill. Like Star Wars holiday special had two hours to fill because that's how many. That's the ad block that they were sold. Like this movie isn't even like the TV show. Like if it had to be thirty minutes, fine. But like this movie should not be two hours long. Hey, and then would, hey, remember when they were trying to find the guy to switch their bodies back together? Then they've just completely given up on that. Um, so I actually. Oh, oh <laughs> Brian has decided to no um, longer. Yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, there Eddie is, uh, in fact, in the urban dictionary. Um, What's it? You cut out for a second there. What's on the urban di- dictionary? Uh, it. it it is uh, topped ramen noodles with ketchup on it. Uh, so this movie got it right. Oh, wow. The ghetto skeddy. Well, uh, there you go. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, uh... Then they, uh, then I wondered, I wrote down, what does this movie, yeah. what does this movie think it is? Like if it had to give itself an own equivalent, like I, this is Porky's or this is clerks or this is whatever. What do you think it thinks it is? I'll ask. I'm asking a frozen Brian who has ceased um, to exist. Oh, there he goes. What What's the genre? Uh, the genre of this movie? This feels like um, it, it. It feels a little bit like a sketch movie, like Kentucky Fried, Fried movie. Ish. Um, am I yeah. frozen? No, you're you're coming. You. You're coming in and out. Okay. You might want to stop your video. Just to but yeah, it, it is a little bit like Kentucky Fried movie, but it's more jointed than that. Like it's it's and, and by jointed we mean stoner movie. <laughs> like it feels more like a dude like where's a, my car maybe. Yeah, like this this is meant for people on mushrooms or or marijuana to laugh at while they are doing that right one of the videos that did come up that when they were watching youtube was some sort of uh, anti-drug political guy saying like marijuana is bad and if you smoke a marijuana you'll die and that was semi-funny and then at the very bottom of the screen for for that ad it said um oh no i don't know where i wrote it down something like a oh drugfreewashington.org keeping drugs in oregon which was (laughs) mildly amusing i thought Um, and then they go to, and I, this is where either my brain just would not let me 
absorb anymore. But the schlubby guy who is really the lean guy, there's still switch bodies. The schlubby by guy, his mom and Shaniqua all go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. Why do they go there? What are they? It, it, was it just for fun or were they trying to do or accomplish he something? He wanted to see his mom at work. Oh, okay. So she does work there then. Okay. Because yeah. I couldn't figure out. Because, of course, we get gratuitous. <clears throat> f- I called this male gaze the movie quite a while because it just like is very women are here for us to leer at and to like to have pretend <laughs> pillow fights and G A Z E. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not male gaze, not male homosexuals. Male gaze as in G A Z E. Sorry. Um, because, yeah, they go to the strip club, of course, and we have to see tons of strap, uh, shots of strippers. But then there's this one where the stripper is down, you know, on on the f- floor. Not the floor, but I the guess the stage. stage. And there is a, an older man in the front row. But it's like not this quick mm. shot. And like this older man is like steals her shoe, shoe. or something. And then I was and just the like this poor old man. Yeah. And the security guards take him away. And I was like, this, this man is an actor. Like did, did he like, he must be on board. He's doing it. Like, and it's, I just had this whole crisis of conscience <laughs> about the old guy. Um, yeah. And, the, and so as they're at the strip club, then um, the other two, the lean guy and, his girl no the schlubby guy and his girlfriend still switch by they have their camping trip right which at first i thought was shaniqua at gaskingham and then that was the shocking reveal that there were more than just the two women in this movie and there were in fact three um so they go off for their yearly camping trip together and so the whole shtick there is that the guy being a, a good friend even though he's in his friend's body with the friend's girlfriend to not have sex with a girlfriend because he knows he's not really that other guy. He's just inhabiting his body. And, but then the, the girlfriend gives him LSD um, marijuana brownies and he goes on that. Yeah. Mushroom, 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 laced, oh, mushroom, that's right. Mushroom laced marijuana brownies. And so they go on just a, a long, dark trip that that doesn't go and I'm well. I'm trying to remember, I mean visually they do stuff but I or, um on the screen to to tell you that it's an LSD or a, a a shrooms trip, but what else happens in that? Doesn't it? I forget where it goes, but it goes someplace completely um I forget. I forget. But yeah, I guess in the in the this is a series of um sketches. I guess that's just one of the sketches is like what if he has mushroom mushroom marijuana brownies that's our wait chubby's girlfriend is a third person not the lady that's with mom um there was a gag on the beach where um it was the the next morning after um the the shroom and marijuana brownies the guy's like i don't really know it accuses the girlfriend of like you roofied me and raped me and like they just have that conversation and the girlfriend doesn't say anything different and everybody just seems super zen with that and so the guy is having uh kind of pacing the beach and trying to figure out well did i sleep with his girlfriend or not the other guy comes to the beach and they're kind of having a fight on the beach um and that's oh and 
the so the, the lean the, the the lean guy is gonna run up and slap the chubby guy, even though they're swish bodies. And they show from the perspective of the chubby guy the lean guy running after running toward him from about fifteen or twenty feet. And then you you cut back to the chubby guy looking surprised, and we see the guy running at him still, but he's now fifty feet. fifty feet away and running. And we cut back to Chubby Guy, who acts shocked and surprised again, and we see him like a hundred feet away. So I couldn't figure out what the joke was there. I know it ended with all of a sudden he was standing next to him. It they stole that joke a hundred percent from Monty Python and Holy Holy Grail. Grail. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm. Who I'm assuming did it much better. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hundred percent. Wow, they can't even. (laughs) They can't even steal a joke. Well, right. Um. Boy, what else do I have? Um, this movie, uh, you can buy a Blu-ray copy uh, on Amazon. Um, <laughs> Is there commentary? It, uh, it doesn't say anything ah. about special features. But what I do find interesting is that the genre that it is listed under is horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with that. <laughs> if this, if if I, if we sat this director down and he was like. A, a David Lynch type who did this as an, ex, you know, is some filmic experience of a horror movie that's not a horror movie. Then I'd be like, all right, I buy that. Okay. Yeah, this you, was an existential crisis this for me. makes you feel like you feel when you watch a horror movie. <laughs> when you want to die. <laughs> um, if we were to buy this, I think it would be the only uh, DVD that we would own with "Come" on the cover. <laughs> also, not porn. <laughs> there is, there is "Come" on the uh, There is "Come" in my soul. I think after watching this. <laughs> So the one guy finally, it's he's been the schlubby guy has been pract, uh, practicing his stand up. The 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 lean guy within the schlubby guy's body has been practicing his stand up. Is trying to do it in front of the mom and and sister wife or whatever she is, and doing badly or whatever. And now the the contest has uh, has come, and he gets up on stage. And first, it was another scene where it's like this room is full of people and extras. How did they get so many people to be involved? Like getting people to show up, like especially if they're just extras, is really hard. Yeah. Like that, to coordinate, to do all that, to have people actually show up, like it's hard to do in every scene, which is packed with people. So I was like, well, maybe these are like local hero kids that are like, let's go put on a show or whatever. But like the movie is so disgusting. I cannot believe that they were able to get people involved. But he gets up on stage and he's kind of stammering through some of his jokes and it's going poorly. And um, one of the guys, oh, the guy before, um, the guy right before him, his final joke, (laughs) the first stand-up comedian guy ended up, uh, (laughs) his last joke was, I just flew in here from Cleveland and boy, are my arms tired from masturbating on the plane. I was like, there's a joke, (laughs) finally. Because I thought they were just going to leave it at, my arms are tired you know that joke because it was that kind of movie but then he was like from masturbating on the plane i was like that is a solid joke (laughs) so the other guy gets up and like is is bombing and like a couple of people get up and leave and he's just like kind of being crude and crass and the audience is like ew like hubbub hubbub and bun and so a couple leave and then 
from a script standpoint, I'll describe what's supposed to happen and what's supposed to be happening in the scene. He's supposed to like all of a sudden gird himself up and open himself up and deliver that performer, like get the confidence to deliver that. And slowly he, he, he hears laughter and he builds it up and finally kills it. And so that's what it's supposed to do. His bit is about what if there was a, a movie uh, about time travel, and but instead of Back to the Future, it's called Whack to the Future. And it's just about how I masturbate all the time and there's cum everywhere. And like then we see this old like fifty plus woman in the audience like with these reading glasses go, yeah, and like nod and then, and he keeps going on about this whack to the future. It is like the least funny thing I've ever heard, and the audience almost gives him a standing ovation. He like kills with this whack to the and he basically drops the mic. And the only reason that us viewers. <laughs> are supposed to know that it's funny is because they paid extras to sit there and laugh Laugh. at it. Else we would never have known that this was supposed to be the killer performance. I was so angry at what they gave us. Like that should be like, if you're writing a comedy movie where the person is a stand-up comic, that's where you make sure your material is good. And we get a whack to the future joke. Oh my God. So I wrote down, do the actors know what movie they're in? Remember when they were trying to revert the curse? Um, and then, so then I get another ad break, two minute ad break from Tubi. And it comes back to the movie. And then the, in the top corner, it, the rating comes up and it says rated TV 14. What? Yes. TV 14. There are boobs in this movie. There is come all over this movie including the poster there is horrible language pitch tense dildos Mm -hmm. like there is nothing not in this movie drinking come drink tv 14 tv 14 14 kids these days basically an adult so clearly this uh the ratings board did not actually watch this movie, and I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> they just took their word for it. It's a horror. <laughs> there is a there is a Pokemon Go joke in this at the very oh, okay. end where a guy is speeding around the corner. They, they okay, so <sighs> we get this movie um, where. <laughs> 20 hours in which feels like we just had the um the comedy contest then they oh then the guy runs the triathlon and then the friends get together again and they start talking about well we have to get back to the alley and they're talking like oh we have an appointment to change this curse back to being normal again and they both just go back to the alley where the mystical hobo is and so the mystical hobo is standing in the middle of this alley and this car comes screeching around a corner and just plows into him. And then the guy in the car gets out and it looks like he's taking pictures all around or whatever. And then I realized what he was doing. And then he goes, gotcha. And so it was like a Pokemon go. I was catching a Pokemon uh, go and not paying attention. And I just plowed over this, this, uh, hobo guy. Um, and s- yeah, the, the car screeching in. Um, and so, the hobo ends up getting hit and the two friends go up to it and they like pick up the hobo's hand, which I thought was kind of funny. And they're like slapping themselves with the hobo's hand. 
both of them walk away. The car drives away. And later that night, we see the hobo still in the alley. So no one has called any sort of medical response for nope. the man that we've basically killed Murdered. in an alley. Um, and then there's a big party at a house ending scene. And that's when there's like this bouncer at the beginning, which is kind of a funny joke because they're throughout the whole movie. One of the office, the people from the office that they work with, this dude who was in the military is always calling people civilians and trying to act tough and all that. The Dwight Schrute of the movie. Yeah, totally. Uh, His name is Chad. Yeah, his name is Chad. Chad. He shows up to the party and like there's this huge uh, bouncer guy at 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 the door and is like, sorry, man, if you're not on the list, I can't let you in. And they show you uh, the list that he's looking at and it's just a blank piece of paper or whatever. But then I was like, well, if he's turning people away, how did any, how did, who got in? Right. Like, (laughs) or is it just to keep Chad out? So did anybody else get that Chad is the brother? Whose brother? Yeah. Whose brother? Alex's brother. Okay. So (laughs) what? Oh, you're blowing my mind. So, so, he says, this is my home, mm-hmm. and it's the home of, I say I don't remember which Alex one. is the, is the skinny one uh, so, before the switch, before and after the switch. So Alex I is think skinny. he's Alex's brother. What? And uh, because at one point, he, uh, he talks about, so he's the janitor. He's like, well, I got you that job, right? And so there was, right. there's a connection okay. uh, before that. And he says, well, you want to be with my mom or something? You mean, oh, your aunt? Oh. So they're, they're related. In the credits, it might, if, if they, maybe they have the, the same last name on the, the, on the IMDb character list. The IMDb character list for the two main characters do not have last names. Oh, okay. Which made it extra confusing. <laughs> um, let's hold, hold on. Um, Let's see if I can... That? (laughs) Um, Look at these two anus clowns blowing each other's dicks like animal balloons. You do know they don't actually blow on your dick when you get a blowjob, right? (laughs) Have you ever even gotten head before? (laughs) Oh shit. This is just literally With the music in the background? You mean blow gaze? (laughs) We don't have time for your shit today, Chad, so fuck off. Okay. Where did you get the balls to step up to me, civilian? You have no idea the shit I saw over there. And sorry. Okay, so, but there, I mean, that's a good example of what this movie is like with that music in the background, conversations just random that go nowhere by people who cannot act. Right. So, and so there's there's a relationship between okay. him, and he shows up in his in his house at one time. Yeah, uh, he crawls know, through the window though. But I guess to get because the door is locked. But anyway, right. yeah. So there's there, he's related to them. The in, relationships in the and the people in this were so ill defined. Like I still yeah. don't know about the mom and Shaniqua. <laughs> like what are they, and why is the mom okay with wanting to sleep with her own son and the son's girlfriend? Question mark. Oh my gosh. And then the movie just abruptly ends. And I wrote, what happened at the end? Why? Who did this? Shame on everyone. Well, there is that twist at the end. Uh-huh. The the last last moments of the movie, they they swapped back. Like they they swapped 
and then the guy died and so they're stuck in each other's body forever so they, they did switch back they both go back to their respective houses and sleep with their respective whoever they're sleeping with <laughs> and then the next morning they wake up and their back switched yep right because they uh essentially the, the the hobo was killed which broke the spell killed the magic but then like the hobo didn't actually die and he came back alive and when he came back alive that's when they switched back incorrectly yeah oh. and so at the very 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 end of the the last moment of the movie they realize <laughs> that they're stuck in each other's bodies forever except oh. for them uh, except then we had mid and post credit scenes Oh, that's right. Which I don't remember what those were either, but I was very oh, I curious. There was those. a, there was one of the actors name was Ted titular. <laughs> I thought was a pretty great name. That's a great name. Oh, uh, the, the name of my next band I got from this movie. <laughs> oh, what is that? I'm going to call my next band exact replica of Taylor Swift's mouth. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I wrote that down and I could not get myself to, to say that out loud. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you jumped on that grenade for us. Um, <laughs> There was some expensive sounding music too. Like even if they weren't by the original artist, there were some, um, like I thought I heard Nicki Minaj at one point and I didn't see that in the credits. There was a couple other needle drop type music that I recognized the, the tunes of and like all of that stuff is super expensive too. So I still like, I cannot understand how a person would go showing this script around and get investors like, <clears throat> That, well, uh, they, I don't know if they did it for this film, but on their YouTube channel, uh, well, first of all, get this on their YouTube channel, they have like four different series. Oh, so wow. this was the one they chose to turn into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how good the other ones are. Again. Um, and uh, they talked about doing a Kickstarter for a second season of Slapped, which never happened. So maybe instead of a second season, they just did this movie. Um, maybe but maybe I mean, it was yeah, a there was a, just a lot of expensive uh things to put this movie together which just kept shocking remember when there was a laugh track for like a minute and a half and then that went away <laughs> yeah. yeah when he looked directly into the camera, camera. and there was yeah. a laugh track and i was <laughs> i said you did not earn this <laughs> oh my gosh i did i yeah i took a lot of a lot of a lot of notes for this movie that would just so would you recommend this to your mom to watch <laughs> i recommend this with my mom and her girlfriend <laughs> both of whom okay. i sleep with no, um, the real question is are we in agreement that this is the single worst movie that we have seen yet i think so i was thinking that it's on the way be. here it's gotta be yeah there are yeah. there are movies that we watch that are shot worse and and like look worse technically competent. yeah this one was this one dared us to not put it at the end of, at the bottom of our list. Like yeah. this was punitive. The making of this movie <laughs> is a war crime. Yes. Um, it, it, uh, give me breaking in over this. Any yes. But I wouldn't. <laughs> but I would give to see Burt, Burt Reynolds and Casey Simesco again. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. This amazing. was. Yeah, this was un unbelievable and the the slog that it was getting through like the extension the you can't speed up this to broke me. the space-time continuum because time no it was like a gravity well and time just expanded in ways that don't make sense um 
but I would, it is, it is free on Tubi TV, uh, which you can get a free account. I would recommend going to TV, Tubi TV, or is it Fubo? No, this was Tubi, right? Tubi. Okay. Tubi. Yep. There's Tubi and Fubo and yep. any number of other four. And yeah, TV is a new one. T-E-E-V-E-E. <laughs> of course. Uh, so yeah, Fubo, tu, uh, Tubi TV. Tubi. And I would recommend just putting this on for five or 10 minutes. <laughs> Because then you'll know what it is. So it's it's so hard to explain because we are are talking about it as if there was joy in the experience, and we're remembering things now that are bringing us joy. But it it, it is one of the. I'm so glad. Usually we pick our movies in advance, and I watch them twice. I was so thankful <laughs> that I only had to watch this movie once. It was a a miracle that we. <laughs> So I would watch a little bit of it just so you can see and, and any just pick any point in the movie because it doesn't matter about the plot or just what's going on or ran, random selection. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see because, again, it's oddly competently shot and lit and all of that not edited. I will not give him that credit because it was edited like garbage. Um, oofta. We made it through. We are on the other side of slapped. The movie slapped the movie. Good job, Mark. You oh. had like 150 movies to choose from, and we ended up with this. <laughs> Although it's on the like, list, we oh, we gotta get to it eventually. We can't. Much like how people are pushing back on CRT, we cannot. We cannot look away from the ugly things in our past. Exactly. We need to bring them out <laughs> into the light and expose them to what they are Absolutely. so that we can move on. Um, but much like the, the history of the show has sort of been um, the quality of our movie is in, or is inversely, inversely proportional to the enjoyment we get about talking about right. them. So oddly, this will go down as a favorite oh. episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not oddly. This will go down as the, the worst, worst movie. movie. So I at never any point was like, how are you going to get an hour out of this? Oh no. <laughs> Which is so saying, much to talk is about. Saying, it almost gets credit for that, but I refuse to give this credit for anything. So <laughs> fair. So Brian, the Unipiper kid, what is happening in your world? Is there anything coming up that you want people to know about? Yes, everybody should come and see the uh, um, uh, Rose Festival's Junior Parade on June 8th in Hollywood District. Uh, I will be Grand Marshal. Yay, um, nice. It's actually yeah. a really fun parade. Mm. Uh, really well attended and and uh, uh, that's, that's awesome. Fantastic. Fun. Good, good. Mark, what about you? Um, uh, so hold on. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to play some more exciting clips from this movie. Quango. She's super sweet. So I asked at about Quango? Amy Binford, who plays uh-uh. uh, the mom. Okay. And I have a mutual friend because I found her on Facebook. And oh, God. So Did you I say worked, she worked? Oh, maybe we shouldn't. I worked with her at Quango. Because I used sweet. to work with, with them. I, maybe we shouldn't put them on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Quango. She's super sweet. I used to Haven't do talk to her work in a while. with them too. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah. I feel like this is just like bringing up someone's trauma. <laughs> <laughs> or or helping her through it. <laughs> like, there there is no around. There's through. Yeah, so... <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, look, I was I was low grade terrified last night when I was halfway through this that if Mark shows up tomorrow yeah. and surprises <laughs> us with a guest, I, I am going yes. to be furious. 
so, thank you for not well, doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's, we'll, we'll see if we can get a message <laughs> on, that, yeah, on, to, on a future to, uh, to Amy. All right. Well, uh, you can hear us uh, on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Fun Employment is still doing their show every day of the week, and it's fantastic. They also have Aaron Duran, Geek in the Cities podcast, um, Geek in the City. So check them out. Uh, you can hear also the Mark and Todd cast over there as well as uh, weekly. So be sure to subscribe there. And um, Mark, if you could kindly go to the end credits so we can play the dulcet metalcore tones of the music that was playing over that, that would be fantastic. Other than that, uh, we are now in a post-slapped world and I have mixed feelings about being here. So thank you all for listening. <laughs> good good that was the oven mitt <laughs> that was the oven mitt all right goodbye bye bye